Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Can I get you to say with me, how bloody are you? Across the ditch. I'm so pleased we can play that today because we're never quite sure when Jimmy Smith's going to be ready to talk to us. It might be quarter two, it might be 12 to. But we've got him pre-show today. Jimmy! Jimmy? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're intentionally being a little bit late again. (laughs) Oh, no, mate. I wouldn't do that to you, Staffy. I wouldn't do it, mate. How the bloody hell are you? How the bloody hell are you? (laughs) Oh, yes, we are are fantastic. We're a little bit... um, Oh, here we go. Like, I don't know if the right word's miffed, disappointed, confused, um, downtrodden... Sean Johnson, Dallium, Payne Haas, seventh or eighth or something ridiculous. What's wrong with the Dallium process? Uh, Nico Hines losing by two points <laughs> for going back to back. Jimmy, aren't you? You're on the voting panel, aren't you? Oh, hell, who's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the, vote, you're on the voting panel, <laughs> aren't on you, Jimmy? Minute, is this Sean Johnson <laughs> oh, yes, with a little one-two step off the left foot. It's uh, Vincent You know, Staffy, uh, during the uh, news break there, uh, I had Sammy come to me and say, oh, okay, mate, yep, you're all set and ready to go. I said, yeah, no problem. Uh, and he said, look, I might get involved. I said, I'd, I'd be shocked if you didn't. I didn't think he'd jump in over the first question, but anyway. James, you are a part of the voting panel, are you not? That is correct. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Uh, I, I, I have. Shame. 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 Am I thirsty right now? Shame. You may be. You may be, as long as you've got your clothes on. Um, uh, all right. Well, hang on. Let me <laughs> to put them back on. Come on, Jimmy. You can't sit here and tell me that Kalen Ponga was the best player in the NRL across 27 rounds in 2023. Sorry, just a minute. Sean Johnson, no points. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz, how did that get in there? That is shameful. <laughs> Gosh, the producer's just getting a workout. But to, to, no, he hasn't answered the question. No, you're right. Okay, so here I'm going to answer the question. And the question can be answered in this fashion. Given the system that we have... And <laughs> this is a no, politician's answer. No, it's not. It's, a, it's the genuine answer. That I, you blokes know me better than that. I'm not going to back away from me giving my forthright opinion on anything and everything. Go. Given the system that we have, it allows now for a late run to be had mm-hmm. by any individual who is playing in a team that catches fire. We've seen it through the history of the Dallium. Jared Hayne, 2009, is the greatest case in point. Ben Barber, 2012, a second one. You cannot tell me that Kalen Ponga was not the standout player for Newcastle in the last 10 weeks of the competition. But, what but about that's the, f- the problem, though, is he's the standout for, for Newcastle, but was he the standout in the NRL? Because I'd, I'd argue this, Jimmy, and I know the, the, the process in my mind is flawed, but Penrith have now made their fourth NRL grand final in a row, and not a single player on that team has won a Dally Emmy. You can't tell me that the best team in the NRL for four years doesn't have the best players in the NRL, or the best player. 
and that's the system, right? Because yeah. they're all taking points off each other. Can, yeah. Jimmy, do you think? And I've just been thinking about this over the last couple of days. I've is, got no doubt you have, Sam. Is, <laughs> is there? Is and I'm not just. This isn't just applied to Sean Johnson. It applies to many over the years. How Jack won one a Daly M in 2020, I'll never Roger, know. But two of us well, it's, even Roger, to an extent, probably didn't deserve, deserve it over other people in 2018. But Jimmy. Could you not just get the panel that you have, which is former – is it all former players or are there coaches in there as well? Uh, good question. I'm not privy to who else is on the panel. Well, let's just assume there are some coaches in there. Maybe you want to throw in a couple of Junos. Can you not just sit down as a group at the end of the season and just pick it? Because every year there seems to be a clear favourite and every year we're having this conversation about how flawed the process is. So what happens with the Daly M team of the year? That's a that's a different process. So it's not the highest, the two highest rated props or the two props with the most points automatically get props in team of the year. That is done separately. That is done three times throughout the course of the year. We're asked to over the, the last seven weeks give our thoughts on who is the team of the year, mm. right? and then we're asked to do that at the end of the year again. So they've got all this data. Uh, and it takes out the recency bias associated with you know, <clears throat> something something like uh, that happens in the last 10 or 8 or 10 weeks, right? So they've got all this data associated with that. So I reckon I look at the Dallium team of the year and go, yep, I, I can't argue with spot that. Spot on. You know? mm. Yep. It right. was spot so, on. So different system. Yeah. This, and that's what I'm saying. The system. So well, how do they do the MVP in the NFL and the NBA? They have 150 sports writers. Uh submit their 3-2-1 I think is what they do about who's been the best players in the league and that's how they do it at the end of the season. That's a very different system that's going to come up with with different results. Was Sean Johnson the best player in the competition for the longest period of time? Yes. Did he stand out more in, in individual matches than say a Kalen Ponger or a Nico Hines or a Daly Cherry Evans? Probably not. But that is the problem, though, because you stand out in a team that is, and I'm not saying the Knights were average, but Kalen Ponga is the only star on that team, Jimmy. Like, he was the man in those games that stood up. And that that should be rewarded. Don't get me wrong. He's a fantastic player and deserves to be in the conversation. But the, the thing with SJ is he's completely helped change that Warriors team around and stood out at times despite the fact that you have the prop of the year, arguably the 13 of the year. You could have had the hooker of the year and you had the winger of the year. And you had the coach of the year, so we're well done on that too. So, uh, Jimmy, I went, congratulated, I... I went and congratulated Andrew on the night, um, and I actually spoke to Cameron George, and I asked him directly. I said, Cameron, what are the three things that you put in order of why we've seen this transformation in the Warriors? Have a guess. See if you can guess the three that he put in. Fans order. first. Uh, he said, home. Home. Yeah. Home. Going home was the biggest one. Wow. Uh, second one was Webster. Yeah. And third one was... Uh, Cultural identity. With, uh, not, it was associated with all those players that came in and bought in immediately and mm. the type of people they were, like your Dylan Walkers and your Mitch Barnetts and uh, to, uh, Sean Johnson, just competitive. They competed on everything and it just it elevated the whole group. Just before we leave Daly M, just so I know the process, are you... As a judge, and don't tell me if you're not allowed, are you given one or two games a weekend, do you, or do you do all the games? As no, I do. I'm given one one game a weekend. Um, sometimes no game a weekend. So mm. I'm given one game, and the game I'm given is the one that I would be working on. So, for example, if I'm calling a game on radio, mm. then they will contact me on the Monday and say, uh, 
can you please be the Dallium judge for this game? I'll say, yep, I do it on an app. I fill out my 3-2-1, who I think were the 3-2-1 of the game, and then I go through and put all my positional players, who were the best positional players, uh, and then submit. Uh. And you don't, and you're you're judging it along with one other, and you don't know who that other is. No idea. Wow. So I quite, that no, is no shameful. <laughs> Hang on a minute. What? Sean Johnson. No points. Just to well, that was no, just as an aside. That was a dick move from Braith and Astor. He's come out and apologised publicly and yeah. said it was. I on. don't know what he's got to apologise. It's just because they've never done theater. that before, Jimmy. It's theatre. Oh, did bollocks, you? it's theatre. You just don't it's say like anything and people theater. go, oh, hold on, did, you not get any, did he not get any points in that one? Oh, oh, and people oh, start so questioning you're, you're, it. You're a fan of the unsaid. Are Correct. You third? No, all right. And just the way he said it as well, it was like he read it out as if he was going to announce points and then said zero points. It just, you know. <laughs> and Sean's, Sour taste, face, Jimmy. Sour Sean's taste. face when he said that. Yeah, I love I love Sean's reaction to everything. He put his hands up and said, "Oh, there, thanks, Braith, reading that out." And then, and then when he didn't win the award and he was standing next to Carlin, he didn't like it. He wanted to win. Nah, yeah, he was. He was. He could visibly see that he wasn't happy. Yeah, yeah. and he's pulled out of the Kiwis now. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Oh. Now he's got to have a difficult conversation with Madge on his show, Steph. Mm, mm. Does Madge know? Is Torhu win? Look. I've got a 3.30 with him today with Torhu. Is it a massage or something, it's is it? Just <laughs> about, it's just about across the line. It's just about. But I just feel like he's holding something back from me. I think there's something missing he's not telling me. Yeah, he's not turning up. That's what he's probably not telling me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think right. it's because I shout the coffee and paninis every bloody Friday and Monday. Is that right? <clears throat> yeah, and so... Well, I might be available next week. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, what do you got coming up on your show today? Uh, we've got the great Kenny Calendar. We've got Group One racing oh. all over the place. So, uh, absolute legend, isn't he? Of the, yeah, he's a, he's an out and out gentleman. Uh, we're going to have a chat to RJ Achoa around the NFL. Ronnie Griffiths is the coach of the Newcastle Knights. They're into their second straight grand final in the NRLW. And Leo Shanahan from Freshwater Strategy talking about the value of the Wallabies <laughs> and an 18th team in the National Rugby League. Oh. New Zealand? Uh, I'm I'm in favour of New Zealand, but I think there's a couple of candidates in front of them. Okay. All right, mate. Uh, grand final winner? Uh, the Penrith Panthers. Score? Uh, and it, uh, well, I think it could be this close. Sean Johnson? No points. No points in it, so maybe gold points. <laughs> gold gold points. Jimmy, we're back, on, we're back on normal track next week. I can't wait to that, boys. Cheers, buddy. Have a great grand final weekend. Yes, indeedy. Jimmy Smith, host of SEN Afternoons, which gets underway in about 17, 16 and a half minutes. We shall take a break. Good talking to Jimmy.